Whoa, it's been a big week. My world changed. How are we? I'm well. Very well. <laughs> he said quite obviously not well. <laughs> moved on to Candice. Good to see oh, you again. Moved over to I'm really good. And now why is your world changed, Brendo? Couldn't believe it. Last weekend, logged on to Instagram, had a look at who was uh, following me, gave me a little notification. The Penrith Panthers started following me on Instagram. What a thrill. Do you know what I would like what to see? What a thrill. Brenda, wow. do you know what I would like to see you do next year? What's that? Yeah. I would love you to be the ground announcer. Hey, well, that's on them. It's not what I was thinking. I was thinking the ground janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything for that club. I'll tell you that much. Thank you. For, now, how do you think it came about? I like to think that the, the team got together, they did a vote, they're in the sheds. No. no. There's um, someone in the, someone in the promotions department going, no, 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 he looks all right. Team Nathan around. Cleary would have just been over in Perth going, yeah. geez, that Brendo, he'd be so That's good it. for it us. It was a majority vote, but only just, I reckon a 17-13, <laughs> and I got the nod. What do you okay. think? And no, why the follow? Great. Why the follow? Because yeah, no know, one can understand that. Well, Stephen Crichton's gone. Are they looking for a new centre? Well, your, an- <laughs> your, your ankle's a bit dodgy. At the moment it is, but I can rehab, I can get in the ice bath, guys. I can be down there next year. <laughs> no, or maybe they need a new mascot. Uh, yeah, or like I could play again, Candice. No, I, could, I could jump no, in there. you couldn't. It you... is true. The further out on the wing I, I go, Put you in the, the mascot costume and you could be the panther. See, between you, you've got, you know, like state of origin and... Between Grand us, yes, finals, absolutely yes. right. Between you two. I, I would be like very average in attack and a turnstile in defence. Just. You didn't really have to say that. <laughs> that was assumed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the follow. Uh, no, I want to see you as the mascot. Thank you very much. But I wouldn't see you because you'd be dressed <laughs> you'd be up. In that the is fantastic. Yeah. Suit. No, no. Have you ever smelt the inside of one of those? It's no good. Oh, man. Yeah, I was the paddle pop lion once. Well, it was no good. <laughs> I pulled the head off the, off the, uh, the, the, the manly sea eagle. After the match one yeah. time, the bloke said, can you help me pull his head off, right? <laughs> We'd come off. Pulled it off. Man. Yeah. Nearly. I was, my eyes were watering. Probably I'd, 40 degrees under there. I reeled backwards. Yeah, they earned their money I in those been eating a shawarma in there. <laughs> oh, I know. I was running around. <laughs> hey, we've got a big old show on the way. Uh, Angus Glover of the Sydney Kings joining us. Uh, they played a game last night against the Hawks. They're playing again yeah. tomorrow against the Breakers. We've actually on got fire. a... Ticket blitz going on after 11 when ticket Angus blitz. joins us. Yeah, we've got a bunch of tickets to uh, that game, Kings Breakers. So that's after 11. Uh, Greg Blewett joining us very shortly to have a look at the Cricket World Cup. I'm a bit wary of the English. I know they're cellar dwellers at the moment in the World Cup, but... Australia's got a few out. That's it. Maxwell's out. Marsh that's has it. gone home. Yeah, we'll see what uh, Bluey thinks soon. And uh, a bit later, Richard's race of the day. I think we're going to have a look at the Golden Eagle, but you got to give us a couple of numbers no, for the no, Melbourne Cup. The Cup is impossible at the moment. I know. You've got to wait for the barrier draw and that. I'll give them to you next week. <laughs> it will <laughs> be run and won by then, Richard. Uh, I'll, try, I'll come up with something. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Big old show on the way. Greg Blewett joining us next on Triple M. They're rattling towards a Cricket World Cup finals berth. We do have to dispatch of the English tonight, though, to shore up a spot to preview the game. Joined by Triple M Cricket's uh, Greg Blewett, all-round legend as well. Good morning, mate. Good morning. How are you, Bluey? Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm pumped for tonight. Yeah, Yeah, everybody is. Now, the the tournament, we play England. Who could believe that they are last? That Afghanistan, Bangladesh, the Netherlands, all in front of them in the table. What has gone on there? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't think they know either. Um, that's the problem. I don't know. They just look like they've lost that uh, carefree attitude that they had in the in the previous few years where they just go out there and, and take it to the opposition. They look all of a sudden um, 
old and slow. They're a terrible fielding unit. Um, I just don't know. They just look like they've, you know, they, they dropped their first couple of games uh, like Australia, but Australia, of course, have been able to get it back on track. But um, England have just gone. They've just dropped their bundle. They've just looked like they've just lost all confidence whatsoever. So I'm worried about tonight, though, having said that, because they know that they can't, they can't get into the semis and they might just come out and, uh, you know, just blast 400. So we'll see. Bluey, if Australia do make the um, the semis, it looks like they'll play either, say, India or, or South Africa. Mm. What do we have to do better to beat those two teams? Because they're on fire. Yeah, they are. I mean, um, South Africa's batting is just unbelievable. They're one of the best batting units going around. Um, I don't know, Candice. It's going to be really interesting. This is this is why it's important that we really we, we really try and finish the, the last three games really strongly because we want to finish second or third. We don't want to play India in the semi-final. So that'll happen if we finish fourth. So um, I, I really hope that we can finish second or third. And as you said, we'll probably play South Africa. Um, I just think if we continue to, to play spin better throughout the tournament, then, then we're capable of beating anyone. The Australian team, our batting, the openers have largely been rock solid and sometimes brilliant. Right? And they've, ca- they've really carried the batting lineup. I mean, I, I ca- saw a match where, where Dave and, uh, and Mitch Marsh just, you know, I can't remember which one it was. They just blasted. Totaled them, yeah. Yeah, just totaled them. And then the, the, the guys that came in later, under no pressure, did nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same. Sometimes. I think when you get off to a great start, it's it's sort of presumed that everyone watching the game that it's just going to continue on. Um, often, I think in the subcontinent, that the easiest place to bat is at the top of the order with the new ball skidding on, and then as the as the match goes on, it does slow up a little bit and can be hard to maintain that run rate. Um, but having said that, every team knows that, and so everyone's got a role to play. So um, yeah, at the moment, I agree that um, we, we, our middle order. Hasn't quite fired at the moment. Um, so that's an improvement that hopefully we can make as as the game goes on. I mean, having said that, Glenn Maxwell has done really well in the last couple of games. We know he's going to miss tonight's mm. game. Um, but we've we've definitely got a little bit of improvement left in us, definitely. What about that, falling out the uh, back of a golf cart? Anything like <laughs> oh, that happened God. to you, Bluey, during your <laughs> touring days? Um, maybe, but I didn't get concussed. I think I might have got away with it. Yeah, but, nice. um, no, it was a bit, of a bit of a strange one, wasn't it? So... Are Sounds you a, like he's okay, so we, that's the main thing. I are you a touch apprehensive tonight? I mean, you mentioned, you know, no Maxwell, uh, no Mitch Marsh either, sadly, have to go home. Um, and the English have their backs against the wall, and you know they, they play real well when uh, they're under those conditions. Are you a little bit apprehensive tonight? Yeah, I, I really do think it's a danger game. Um, obviously, because of the way England have gone, we're, we're red-hot favourites. But it's a big toss to win tonight, I reckon. Mm. We're playing at the Narendra Modi Stadium and there's a lot of dew, apparently, in the evening session. So whoever wins the toss will want to bat second um, with the dew, the ball skidding on and, and the, the spinners won't be as effective. So um, if we have to bowl second, um, yeah, I think it's a real danger game. Isn't sure. Pat Cummins notorious for losing tosses? <laughs> That's a He'll problem. Right tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you make of uh, Joe Root's comments during the week? Oh, man for man, that uh, he'll take the England side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, I think there's yeah, exactly. I mean, when you're <laughs> when you're bottom of the table, I think you just got to be a little bit wary of what you say. But 
Yeah. Um, whether he's just trying to sort of stir stir the pot a little bit and um, might put Australia off tonight, I don't know. But uh, yeah, strange strange comments from Joe. Uh, 7.30 tonight, you can catch the game. I'm, I know you'll be watching Greg Blewett. And it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. See you later. Legend. Now. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. The Warriors have confirmed Adam Fanua Blake will remain at the club in 2024. Wasn't he leaving? Well, yeah, for like 24 hours, and now he's not, after requesting a release on compassionate grounds from the last three years so, of his contract. On compassionate grounds? Yes. But now, unnecessary. Well, I think they've convinced him to stay for at least next season. Yep. And as you would, because he's he's paid a million dollars, he's a million dollar prop and you want that sort of guy in your team. Yeah, I guess you So do. they did say that they will assess his um, personal circumstances for 2025. Like you said, Brendo, there is still three years left yeah. on his contract. It's hard to imagine what, what personal circumstances would be damaged by accepting a million dollar offer. Uh, it's re- it's been reported at least that his, his parents may be in mil- uh, ill health. Oh, that's fair. And, which I think is absolutely fair enough. But I can also case. see why the Warriors would want to keep him. Um, with He was one of the best forwards this year alongside Payne Haas. He got awarded um, the NRL Best Prop of the Year. Oh, he's a um, machine and you want him in your team and you're going to do your absolute best to keep him. There are plenty of teams who would love to sign him. And Shane Flanagan actually came out and said that. He wants to sign everyone. <laughs> Shane's signing everyone. So the Dragons yeah. would love him, but they're also the, the Bulldogs, Sea Eagles, um, Tigers. These are all people who would open their checkbooks to him. Mm. Good acquisition for the Bulldogs if they can land him in 2025. How can they fit everyone? They're starting to sign everyone. The At Dockers. the moment, I don't think they can. Yeah, new Roosters. The, the, yeah, that's true. What is, I would like to know what their sort of spiel is to these players because they haven't had a lot of success, Gus, yet everyone Gus, is going We're building there. something. They're, They're building you go, something. See what I did Gus, at Penrith? Gus, the, a master salesman. Yeah. Isn't he? Yes. He's starting the same um, pathways as well, junior pathways, that he did in Penrith all those years ago. So I really do think five years from now, Bulldogs will be a force. Um, off contract, Penrith 5'8", Jerome Luai has responded to Coach Ivan Cleary's comments regarding the risk rival clubs would be taking if they offered Luai more than a million dollars a season to be a chief playmaker. Would you like to hear said comments? Yes. Here they are. The money we're talking, probably the money that would, you know, that he may consider leaving, it would have to be for that kind of role. Is he ready for that? That's a question mark, I would think. Could he do it? I mean, I'm sure he could do it. Uh, has he done it? No, he hasn't. It's interesting, you know. I look mm. at Jerome Luai and wonderful half, but very much, in my view, the opportunist. He sees the opportunity and he capitalises on it and no one better at it. Mm. Is he the guy to make the opportunity? I know he's got a very good kicking game and all those things, a lot of skills, and maybe he could. But he's great in that role where someone else is making the play and he's capitalising on the opportunities. From the outside looking in, it looks like um, Jerome obviously has a lot of confidence and wants to be that main man. And he'll never be that main man at the Panthers because Cleary's there. Mm. And but they're so, so maybe he wants together. to. I understand that, but maybe he wants to be that main playmaker. He yeah. wants that role. And, and I can Everyone see that. Everyone wants that, don't they? That's, Isn't that human right. nature? No, it's like the jockey wanting to be the horse. He also has <laughs> yes, a young that's family. Impossible. Doesn't he want the best? <laughs> you know, for his family. And, and so many teams aren't loyal these days. So why shouldn't he go and shop mm. around and try and get the best price possible for himself? He strikes me as the sort of guy that would want that challenge as well. And the more I look at it, because this is for 2025, He's remember. also won three premierships, been in the last four grand finals. Mm. Why wouldn't he now go, That's okay, it. I'm going to go and make as much money as I can. That's it. And it's what, 1.7 over 
two years. Yeah, uh, but but I would more. I would want him outside a playmaker. And I, I think that's still at his, five eighth. Yeah, I think he's. Why tamper with that? Why fix what isn't broken? Mm. Why not make more money if you can? Well, you might be able to do both. But I don't know if he can at the Panthers. No. Um, and just touching on what we talked about with uh, Greg Blewett before, if you missed that chat, that'll be on the podcast after the show uh, in relation to the Cricket World Cup. Uh, Glenn Maxwell missing today's game uh, due to falling off a golf cart. Yes. Uh, seems like a pretty uh, dumb injury. Uh, 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 <laughs> what's, he, what's he doing dear. swinging off a golf cart? I don't know if he was swinging off it or not. I don't know the detail. C- Candice may know the detail of this. but I think he was just hanging on the golf cart with one hand at the end of, you know, around a golf and he slipped and fell and now he's Why are they playing concussed. golf? Well, why not? They've had a week off um, since their last game and they have some downtime. I think they had a couple of days off training mm. and – they went and Why played can't some they golf? just watch TV? Nice what? and safe. What's wrong with playing Netflix. golf? You would think golf was safe, but no. No, <laughs> you'd think. Yes. <laughs> you would think. I don't yes. have a problem with them going and playing golf. Mm. Some no, people have that's... a life, Richard. Yeah, but they're professionals. You're over there to do a task. Yeah, and they You're have not over there off. on a holiday, you know. They're still training. They're still playing well. They're still getting their massages and doing everything correct. But if there's time off, it's time off. They can do what they like. Now, listen, I love the big show, but that's a dumb injury. That yeah. is a dumb sports injury. I don't think I'd make a very good coach of cricketers. I would just be saying to them, listen, oh, you got you... a day off? Just stay in your room oh, and watch TV. Cap- don't get into any trouble. Grumpy. I don't want to see you outside the hotel. Right? Grumpy. You just come out, play, and go back in. Oh, and I'm sure they would just love to play for you. Adds to a long list of... That's why uh, I don't think I'd be very good. Adds to a long list of dumb sports injuries. You had, well, you had Turbo at the Corso. Oh, yeah. With yes. his hamstring. Oh. Wayne Pierce on that horse. Yes. Oh. I remember that, was that one during of the Origin. Yeah. The, the Origin camp. Let's all get these footballers who've <laughs> never ridden a horse. Let's go horse riding. What could go wrong? Can we get some dumb injuries on one triple three five three? I'd love to hear some of these. Um, they can be ones you remember. They can be if it happened to you. It didn't have to, have well, to be during sports. <laughs> Entertain us. Give us some fun. I have yet to hear of a dumb injury happening while they're watching TV on the couch. Which oh, is where I want. There you go. They that, might have dislocated a finger. Who knows? That's yeah. Doing what with the remote? Changing the yeah, the remote. <laughs> I want to. One triple three five three for your dumb injuries. One triple one triple three five three. Your dumb injuries, and I love the man. I love Maxie, but that's a dumb injury. Yeah. Okay. Just you know, how uh, does that happen? Will in, but we've all done it. That's the thing. Will in Randwick. Have what, we all done it? Well, Will in Randwick has. What's okay. your dumb injury, man? Yeah, g'day team, how are we going? Good, good. Yeah. Last year I had the pleasure of skipping with my niece, hand in hand, skipping down the street. That's cute. Yeah, lovely. And then snapped my Achilles tendon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a young man's game, Will, skipping. Yeah. Stay away from yeah, those well, dangerous kids. I'm, I'm in the 50s, guys. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm with you, brother. Oh, That's no ouch. good. That could... And 115 kilos. That's... <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's never the same, is it, Will? Oh, I had um, four months off work. Oh. Four months off my feet, and uh, yes, it wasn't the most pleasant <laughs> thing in my life. No, did you lie? I hope you lied to your work. To who? Well, to your work. You, no, you, no, I told him the truth. You told him yes. Yeah, I was skipping with my niece. Very so you wanted him to lie to rot to get compo? No, no, no. That's not what I. No, because it's embarrassing. I'm, I'm picturing a 115 kilo man mm. skipping, skipping, and then Good collapsing in a heap with <laughs> a knee like... standing over him, going, yeah. "What happened?" <laughs> That is the sort of thing that would bring you joy, Richard. Uh, Joe in Rellenvale, uh, what was your dumb injury? Well, it wasn't actually mine. It was a friend of ours. Hmm. 
he decided that he wanted to get on the exercise bike and show everyone how to do it and ripped his toe off. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Well, ripped all the skin off, yeah. Oh. oh. It's a bit better. Oh, <laughs> oh yuck. That's still and pretty to, gross. And to this day, he's never got back on an exercise bike. No, they're dangerous. <laughs> wear a shoe at least. Like, jump on the bike, but wear a shoe. It's dangerous. You can't bikes. do that. Uh, Glenn, a recumbent? A recumbent bike? Is that what they're called? You know the exercise bikes? Those recumbent? ones with the, that you lie on. The lazy rather, ones. The ones you lie in rather than sit on. Are they recumbents? Yes. I, I don't I know. I want one of them. I don't know if that word is correct. That, but I'm, those I'm look bikes it up. are yeah. for the lazy people. I know. That's why I want one. Why uh, Gl- bother? Glenn in St. Clair, what was your dumb injury? I was walking through a paddock down in Goulburn <laughs> and full of sheep. And was it windy? Rams down there. Was it windy? windy? No, not a windy Goulburn. No, it was a couple of years ago. Oh, windy. It's always and, windy. Um, and these rams start running for me, and they'll, like, bashing into me, and they got two of my legs and one of my arm. They kept on battering. Oh. And, mm. um... Now. No, I'm not an amputee. That's my like, <laughs> okay. One of those rams back in India now. <laughs> so, so you were assaulted by a by a by a, a, a gang of rams. Yeah, that's correct. Right. And, hey, um, hey, man, what's going on right now? What's what's going on in your life right now? Behind you? Oh, what? nothing. I, I still like lamb. I like lamb cutlets. Now, are you backing up? Really... Like, are you backing up? What's going on? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go. No, no, keep your seatbelt on. That's my daughter's oh. seatbelt on. Yeah, seatbelt's on, guys. Okay. okay. Okay, let's stay safe there. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Seatbelt's back on. For that story about the ram gang yeah, yeah, and at it's Goulburn. Good, good to know he's still eating lamb yeah. all these years oh, later. Yes. It he's didn't get, deter him. He's getting his revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I like Will, the snapped Achilles yeah, like uh, skipping. Yeah, yeah, done. All right. Uh, you're off to Red Rooster. $100 to spend there. There's a bit of everything in a Red Rooster mega box. Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. I just got sensory, sensory overload. For it. it was too much going, it was too much going on. It's a radio station while you're backing it up, talking to your daughter. What the hell? Our favourites now. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. That's right, Greg Russ from Rusty's Garage Podcast. You can find that on the listener app. You can stream it absolutely free. Morning, Rusty. Morning, Brendan. Uh, what version of Richard have we got today? Have we got excited, pumped up Richard or on the soapbox Richard? Have, you, have you ever seen an excited, pumped up Richard? <laughs> Greg Rust? It's, it's a rare I'm species. Looking, I'm still looking. Yeah, I know. It's endangered species. Uh, yes, the latter. The latter, my friend. Um, speaking of your podcast, which is wonderful on the listener app, you spoke to Dave Reynolds uh, after that epic win on the Gold Coast. A Ford, they're looking more competitive in supercars, but he still feels like the parody. It still hasn't been achieved yet. It was epic racing, and mm. the celebration was, was something else with pot plants being trained from the podium, and he grabbed a fire extinguisher and had a bit of fun with that as well. So he held on for a nail-biting win. Um, Brody Kostecki was, was coming at him. Um, it sets up a showdown in the championship now between Brody and Shane. They're the last two that are fighting for the title when they go to Adelaide in a, in a few weeks' time. But what Dave was basically saying is that it's certainly taken a step forward but he feels in an engine kind of performance sense that Camaro still has an upper hand. So obviously the category is going to do some work on that over the summer. Um, Ford had some success on the Gold Coast. It's definitely in a better place. And um, yeah, I think they're getting there. They're getting closer. The Formula One circus, the knives are out again. They're out again. <laughs> Sergio crashes his car. They say, oh, Dan will be getting that seat. Dan Ricardo's in there for sure. But he's not the only one they're saying it about. But poor old Sergio, he's... He doesn't want to, he want to keep eyes in the back of his head. 
Oh, Richard, this is the rumour that just will not go away. So the other name that entered the mix this week, much to um, almost the anger of Aston Martin, was Fernando Alonso. So he's been linked to it as well. He was pretty quick to shut it down. Dan's endeavoured to do the same. Sergio was on the outside there in Mexico as they ran down to turn one in the middle, Charles Leclerc, and on the inside, uh, Max Verstappen. Um, It was kind of a hero move from Sergio at home. He tried to pull it off too ambitious, and the, res- the the crash resulted in too much damage to the car, so he was out on the opening lap. Um, it puts the focus back on him because he's had that form slump. Red Bull desperately want a 1-2 in this championship, and there's a lot of pressure on him now because that points gap back to, to third in the in the title race has um, made it enormously difficult for him. It's still a 1-2 right now, but he's going to absolutely have to lift. Max Verstappen's got pole in Brazil this morning before... A tornado almost kind of came through. Um, Dan ended up 17th, and Oscar Piastri was 10th, but the rain arrived kind of at the wrong time for Oscar, so it could have been a, a better lap had that uh, that downfall not happened. Quick one-worder. Who's the better driver, in your opinion, Perez or Ricardo? Ooh. I'll say Ricardo. But that's not, a, that's not a patri- that's No, not a no, you just answer. believe he's a better driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I do. I yeah. do. And, Rusty, you're at the Sydney uh, Motorsport Park this weekend where the world's best touring car drivers are up against the Aussies. Gee, Will Brown, didn't he do us proud last night? He really did, Candice. So um, these international drivers, I mean, just to paint a picture, firstly, this is not supercars. These are turbocharged hot hatches, four-cylinder cars like Richard rocks up to Triple M in every (laughs) week. Um, uh, And they, they they compete all around the world, right? So we've got competitors from South America, from Europe, you name it, and they play hardball, these guys. And we thought that the Australians might get a bit of a a wake-up call. Um, But we had changeable weather, some really exciting racing, and Will Brown rose to the challenge. And young Ben Barguana, Jason's son, Jason won the Bathurst 1000 uh, back in the year 2000. Um, Ben took pole position. So on night one, the Aussies starred. We're under lights here at Sydney Motorsport Park again today, but we've got a bit of a a threat of rain, but the racing's been really good. The amount of times we've heard over the loudspeaker, can someone move their hot hatch down in the car park, please? You're blocking the doors. He just parks outside the doors. You don't care. He doesn't even use a car space. Well, if they can get past. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what are they winching about? It appear not. It's all thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Rusty, we're going to catch you next week. Good on you, mate. What was that line out of Flying High? Uh, Richard Friedman, white telephone call, white, white courtesy phone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, on your Rusty... Uh, um, and this isn't your first media appearance of the day either, Richard Friedman. Oh. Don't think we didn't see that. Mm. Double dipping. You're a busy man. A bit of weekend sunrise work for you, sir. Yeah. Well, where is this going? I just enjoyed, and I know this is a non-visual medium, but we will put it up on our uh, Instagram Good. page, Triple oh. M Sydney. Um, what just do I do? Your awkward shuffle. After the cross, you're meant to stay Wasn't in the frame. camera off. No, the camera's not off. So no. James Tobin was talking to you, and and he was probably still talking. The camera was on you both, and you just disappeared. You just disappeared. Well, it didn't even just disappear. I, it was an awkward shuffle yeah. off. Like, should I be here? Should I not? No, and then you I just, just sort thought, of, oh, this is over. I've got things to do. That's <laughs> so what I, I said left. to producer Beck, who showed me, who I cannot stop laughing on. about it. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, still I was like this man's oh, got no. things to do. But if people know Richard, they know that he well, wouldn't just stand there and smile I to please others. I, I I wasn't I wasn't much fun for them. What happened? Because well, they ra- they said we need you there at quarter past six. I said that's peak hour for trainers. Hundred percent. Right? I said, and I know how TV works. I've done a little bit of it. Mm. Right. I, I thought no. When do you need me? 
Right? They said, 7.05. I said, you're on the yeah. quarter page. <laughs> right, no. Right? So anyway, I said, I get there at 6.55. So at, at 6.50, I'm arri- I've arrived, and the lovely young Lyndall, who was producing it, came up and said, how are you going? She was really nice to me, and I, I, try, I was trying to be very nice and charming. And she said, she said, you're early. I said, yeah. And she said, must be keen. I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. She just stared at me and then left. I'm scared of you, Richard. Uh, just on the racing page for one second, we'll just stay there for one sec. Uh, Victoria Racing Clubs, uh, they've made a controversial decision to allow men to wear shorts in the members area. What? Flemington no. this week for Cup Week. What? Nuh, uh, uh. This is what Gay Waterhouse thinks about it. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I think it's the silliest thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to Bondi Beach. I what do you think? Well, I, I don't actually, I don't care what you think. What do you think? You know what? <laughs> I happen to agree with Gay Waterhouse because I actually, and take it a step further, I don't like it when men wear the pants that are, they're supposed to be pants, but they're too short mm. and you can see their ankles. They don't have socks on, so they've got the stinky feet. So huh. what's the problem? Which particular well, have, problem? have a party and invite your pants down. Right, so <laughs> okay. it's the short pant. What about like, the arm and rocks? Uh, is you've that got a problem? You've got to wear socks. You've you got have to, to wear, wear socks. What about a nice anklet? What about a tasteful anklet? Just what? Just wear hmm? pants that fit. And okay. to and to say that shorts are okay? No. Well, the, they're not okay. The model they had up, they, he had he had the short pant, mm. but he had the short jacket mm. and the collar and tie. Okay, so how short can you go? Are well, you talking to the knees, or, as, or, or are some so, men going to so, push it? So you don't like men not wearing socks. No, you got to wear. If you're wearing shoes, you're wearing socks. That's you fair. don't wear socks. I've got slides on. They're not shoes. That is different. Well, what about when you go to the races? You got shoes on. I've got heels. on. You don't on. wear socks. I've got heels on. That is different. Well, if the bloke wore heels, would that be all right? I don't care because you don't wear socks. That's with who they heels. were invented for. Did you know that? So, so no. let me get this mm. straight. You can wear the. You don't like the short pant no. with the no socks. No, but if you no. wore high heels, that'd be okay. Double standard. With your pants, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a double not, standard. It's not that double is, standard. I've done no, my head in no. now. That is it. No. I can no longer do this. You're being ridiculous. I don't mind no shorts at the races either because I've seen Richard in some shorts. Oh, it's... It's it's for the best. I don't like it. <laughs> it's for the best. Some some of your shorts are too short and I've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> You're going to pay for that. <laughs> your ball huggers. <laughs> They're hugging nothing from what I've seen. That's what? the Dead Set Legends. NBL season in full swing. Sydney Kings uh, with a tight turnaround this weekend. Game last night. They've got a game tomorrow night. Guard for the Sydney Kings. Angus Glover kind enough to give us some time in between. Good morning, mate. How's the body pulled up after that 20-point win last night against the Hawks? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, always nice to go down there and get a win. So body always feels better when you, when you get the win. You've got a bit of a grand final replay tomorrow night. Is that the way you guys see it, or is it just an, another game for you? Um, I think for – I mean, we've obviously pumped it up that way as another grand final game, but I think for us players, um, we have to treat it as just another game for us to uh, get better and, and um, try and obviously uh, go six and three on the season. Um, obviously, it's a super important game for both sides, so both sides will obviously try and give it everything we've got. You're always, I guess, analysing your season and how you're going and what, what things are going well and, and what things aren't. What, what, what do you think is going well for the team? Happy with that? It's really going well. And other things that maybe we've got to improve on? I think um, for us, when, we, when we're locked in, we play really well. And um, I think you saw that last night. Um, and the games that we've won, we've played for 40 minutes. The games we've lost, we tend to let a quarter slip or we don't start well or... Um, 
we're just not up to the level of physicality we need to play at. Is that um, just a concentration it, thing? Uh, it could be. We we um, I think it could be. Um, it's either that or um, I guess teams sometimes just come out and punch us in the throat almost. That's <laughs> out um, so yeah, honestly, I think it could be a bit of concentration, but at the same time, um, we've obviously implemented some things to try and fix that stuff. Yeah. Uh, one major difference is the man in charge, a former Houston Rockets assistant, uh, assistant Mahmoud Abdul Fattah at the helm. Um, how's he fit into the team? Are there any differences in terms of leadership style? Yeah, no, Mahmoud's been awesome. I think um, everyone's seen the style of play that we play, and it's very similar to, to Chase on the offensive end, um, very fast-paced and, and a lot of space. Um, but for us, it's all about our defense and um, a bit different. We Last year, we used to obviously chase our own man around a fair bit, and obviously this year... It's pretty um, – everyone knows that we're pretty much switching everything. And um, But in terms of him being a leader, it's just great. He calms everyone down. He, he he keeps everyone accountable, no matter if you're the best player or the worst player. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no no matter, matter if you suck, <laughs> he gets right around you. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, no, he's awesome. And just, uh, yeah, no. Nah, Is uh, that a special player. shirt you wear in training? Ah, oh, that's the worst player shirt. <laughs> worst player yeah. shirt? Oh, you'll wear that one. That was something I definitely didn't mean to say. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we understand what you mean. We understand what you mean. We already told me yeah, to yeah, you because we now, can. <laughs> Angus, the, the Sydney Kings fans are second to none. Your membership, you've almost filled out your membership. But you've, you've turned Kudos Bank um, Arena into a real fortress, and it has got to do with your members. Yeah, our, our members and fans have been unbelievable. I think um, just being a part of it, and it's just electric. Like, you, you walk out there to do your pre-game stuff, and the crowd's already loud and, and always getting into it and everything like that. And then, obviously, a game just takes up to another level, and it's just unbelievable to play. I think we've um, – obviously, I'm a bit biased, but I think we've got the best fans in the league, obviously – going around and playing everywhere else. Um, yeah, there's some good venues to play at, don't get me wrong, but our, our fans and members are by far the best um, in the league. How do you turn your body around in a day, man? Like, uh, I'm 33. I couldn't imagine playing last night and then playing <laughs> playing again tomorrow. Are you ice well, baths today? Athlete, no, I know Brenda, he is. You I, know, I know, but the thought of that just, you know. Uh, how, <laughs> what are you doing today? Like, ice baths or, or what happens? Yeah, I guess everyone has their own little routines. So some guys will ice bath, some guys will... Get a massage, stretch, foam roll, do all that stuff. Um, it's all about, yeah, just uh, doing what you, what your body needs, I guess, to get ready for tomorrow. So some guys are all day doing whatever they, some form of voodoo to get them up and ready to go <laughs> to play. Like, um, what do yeah. you do? Um, I guess with what I've been through, I try and go through a little routine with like um, some yoga and stuff. And um, if my body's not feeling too great, then I'll try and get a massage as well. But um, today's not feeling too bad, so that's okay. So I'll just stick to to, to yoga and a nice little walk. Any undie action in that, you know, that superstition? Why do you always ask well, people about their undies? Well, because this is what players do. They've yeah. got special pairs of undies. Half the rugby league players yeah. wear the same pair every match. And Why don't, don't you don't ever f- ask our female um, because, guests about you know their undies? I get right on off the radio yeah, yeah. for it. Don't feel fine. special either, Angus. He asks most guests about their undies too. <laughs> no, that is completely fine, but the funny thing is I do have undies. Too. Yeah. Oh, what colour? What colour are they? Uh, they're actually not... Um, not the same ones, but have to be like those step ones all the time. Oh, oh the right. step ones are good. Step ones. Not yeah, a sponsored so post, by the way, but see, the step ones no, are good. Ads could be better on TV. Be, <laughs> no, but it has to be either a black pair or a purple pair. There you are. 
there you are. There you See, go. Candace, undiac. I always feel strong <laughs> Angus in those um, sort of camo pink and purple ones as well. Maybe throw that into the into well, the rotation, Angus. Don't laugh. They're actually on my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Angus, we know our undies. Um, good on you, brother. A big game tomorrow against the Breakers. Best of luck to yeah. you. Always a pleasure when you come on as well. You're welcome anytime. No, no worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Angus. Thank you. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Got some scores for us, Candice Warner. Yeah, well, first of all, there's a fair bit of um, sport. Isn't that good in really? November, too? Yeah, yeah. For the sports update. Well, yeah, but, but <laughs> good sports. So Australia are taking on the Kiwis in the Pacific Championships final today from 3 p.m. in Hamilton in New Zealand. Now, the, the Australian team, they beat New Zealand in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Last weekend, yeah. but this is going to be different over there. They've got a good record against New Zealand generally, and I think they'll they'll get the job. Oh, I think it'll be a lot closer. I do too, especially in New Zealand. I think yeah, because they were playing at Amy Park last yes. week. Yep. Cameron Munster was sort of marshalling them around. He knows that field pretty well. New Zealanders know Hang New on. Zealand pretty well. They're all the same shape and size, aren't they? No, Fields. I understand that. I understand. No, I understand that. But there's advantages, you know. You know, you need to kick to that post, or this, you know, the sidelines in a little bit here, okay. or that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. In cricket, Australia are playing uh, England tonight at seven thirty pm. Now, this is going to be a good one. This yeah. is the first time the two teams have played since the Ashes, and we know how heated that's got. And Johnny Bairstow has yeah. come out since, and, and, and uh, England have been playing like bustards, but they will lift. For Australia. Yeah. And Australia have also won four on the trot. So yeah. uh, if they win a couple more, they're a definite certainty for those finals. Now, Australia have got another three matches, uh, including tonight in the next week. So can I, can I ask you big this? Big for Australia. Can I ask you this? It's too long, isn't it? I personally think it's too long. But speaking to David, he loves the fact that they now play every single team. He thinks it's and much And I have fairer. to say this. It, to make it shorter, you'd have to have more than one team. You know, each... each well, just, sometimes the and, pools are, uh, aren't that... Yeah, and, and the, so the smaller sides who are winning matches now, they wouldn't be winning if they needed more than one team because they wouldn't have more than one team. Yep. I think most World Cups are too long. You know, it's per- the FIFA World Cup's perfect. Yeah, I agree. Perfect. But they've got so many teams that they can make those pools and make them yeah. pretty even. That is true. Uh, in the A-League, Sydney FC lost again. So they lost to Melbourne City last night 2-0. They haven't had a really good start to this season yet. Oh, none and three. Yeah. Really uh, average. Don't, don't get worried till it's none and six. Okay. I'm actually, I, I revised that. Yes. I don't think this season's long enough to be able to go long. All right. This none and six. I think, that, none I think and, they play everyone none three and, times. None and four or something. You'd be yeah. surprised how long the A-League season goes. Whew. Yeah, until next year. I think it's March next year. Yeah, they, yeah. I think they play each team three times. Yeah, it's a long well, season. None and six. 36. I think that's 36 <laughs> games. Goodness me. Anyway, from another one Sydney team to another, the Sydney Kings, where they're taking on the Breakers tomorrow at Kudos Bank Arena. That is going to be a good game. Uh, grand final rematch. It is. Last year, yeah. And the Breakers haven't had a great start to the season, but they'll, you know, they lost, they'll be galvanised after that loss in the grand and final. And Melbourne yep. Cup on Tuesday. Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, but that's not this weekend. We'll talk about that next uh, week. Thank <laughs> you, Richard. Richard. How are we going to talk in, about it next Saturday? Yeah, we'll run on we'll a Tuesday. Run get back in your box. We've had your, your right. segment. If you did miss it, though, Richard's going to join me on my show on Tuesday, about midday, and we're going to get, get some numbers for a first four. Yeah, and in nice. AFLW, I just want to mention the Sydney Swans. Well, they're taking on Fremantle tomorrow. They had a huge win last weekend beating Collingwood. which are well. They have. Mm. Last season, they hadn't even won a game. I know. So this season, they've mm. turned things around. And also, the GWS Giants are taking on Port Adelaide 
today, but that's in Adelaide. Okay. Hey, great news for the Texas Rangers over in the MLB. Uh, They've won the World Series for the first time in their franchise history. A 63-year drought. Now they're world champions of the baseball. (laughs) They've got to change that name, man. They've got to change it. Wasn't that... Wasn't that the World Series? Yes. Wasn't that named after a newspaper called The World? It was, yes. It's not exactly as it appears to be called The World Series. Yes. uh, Named after a newspaper. Absolutely. That's a nice little um, tidbit. That's good for trivia. That's a nice little tidbit. Do you still get it delivered? (laughs) (laughs) You'd have an old subscription? Just get on with it, Brian. (laughs) I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's List of Grievances. Halloween. Oh. Really and truly. People, what are we doing? What a load of Americana crapola Mm. is that? I've no problem with the kids having a bit of fun, but you can have fun, you know, on on a lolly hunt any Saturday afternoon you want. Yes. Why do you have to then, you know, deface the street and, okay, the kids can do that in the park, they can dress up if they want. It's just the fact that we're borrowing or even robbing some some festival that they have in the United States means something to them. Mm. It means nothing in Australia. Why no, do we But the copy kids it? really, really enjoy it. My kids went trick-or-treating. They got dressed up and in the lead-up, it's really a lot of fun. What costumes are we going to wear? Kids right. love to dress up right. and kids love lollies. Right. My thing. 364 days of the year, you tell your kids, don't take lollies from strangers. This one day, exclusively, go and take all the lollies from yeah. every stranger you and, see. And you see kids there, oh, some of them were shaving. Uh, they were, they were, what do you mean? What do you mean? Old, they were that old. Oh, okay. Right? right. Some of them were, were, were literally... What's the cut They were driving up in their car Look, and going in I and getting lollies. I have an issue with the, the people who... Go They're, around trick or treating that don't dress up. You've mm. got to dress up. Make an effort. What are they doing? They're just They're just taking lollies. Just taking lollies. What is this? Yeah. Stop this. It's nonsense. Cancel Absolutely it. Stop it. Cancel I went it. Out. I enjoyed it. Out. I really enjoyed well, why it. Why don't we borrow some, you know, festivals from every other country in the world? We'll just do that. all their festivals. Well we do. As well. What do we do Oktoberfest? We do that we do true. plenty of other ones. Get something original. Mm. Surely we can have an original thought in this country. Go, bang. What? Straight right now. What's you what's know. your new festival? Bogan Day. I really like that. <laughs> and everyone just wears their double pluggers and some stubbies. 100%. Kind of bit of there you go. Who else is doing that? Thong races. Yep. White plastic sunglasses. <laughs> Bintang singlets. <laughs> Let's go. You're talking my language. We've got, we got to go because we've got to go plan Bogan Day, but we'll catch you next week. <laughs>